Hi, and welcome to Cyprus Beat, your daily news briefing brought to you by the Cyprus Mail News Team. I'm Nick Theodoulou. And first up, public hospitals said that they are ready to tackle the expected rise in hospitalizations of patients with COVID-19, according to the State Health Services Organization, OGIBI. OGIBI's action plan aims for the development of more than 300 beds in COVID-19 wards and 65 intensive care unit beds in all hospitals. 128 people were being treated in hospital yesterday, of whom 43 were in serious or critical condition. The Health Ministry also reported 576 new cases and three deaths. The deaths were of two men, aged 71 and 51, and an 89-year-old woman. The 51-year-old was a primary school teacher who had reportedly refused to be hospitalised after his condition worsened. And still with the schools. The health ministry is awaiting details concerning the around 100 students at a single school who are self-isolating. The incident concerns a group of students and teachers from a Limassol technical school who had travelled to Glasgow. Upon return to Cyprus, one teacher tested positive, but the rest of the group went to school anyway. The health ministry was reticent to elaborate further yesterday, but said that the contact tracing unit is investigating in cooperation with the education ministry to see whether there was a breakdown in procedures. Reports said that the principal instructed all students to attend school. Tests later detected more than 15 positive cases, 10 students and 5 teachers, while 100 people had been placed in quarantine. And in other COVID-related news, the MP Zaharias Goulias said yesterday that the new measures taken by the government to fight the pandemic ought to have parliamentary approval. With the government ruling by decree since the pandemic, the DCOMP suggested that constitutional rights had been violated many times in the past couple of years, noting that forcing part of the population to pay for tests while others receive them for free was just one example. He said that the state should be able to take emergency measures, but there must be a deadline after which the approval of parliament should also be necessary. And in other news... The new special representative of the UN Secretary-General, Colin Stewart, is to hold separate meetings on Friday with the two community leaders. It was announced yesterday. Both sides have confirmed that President Nikos Anastasiadis and Turkish Cypriot leader Ersin Tatar are to have a first meeting with Stewart, who assumed his duties earlier this month. Stewart will meet with the two leaders separately in their offices. Both sides also said they responded positively to the possibility of a UN reception at Lidra Palace next Tuesday evening on the occasion of Stuart's arrival on the island. The UN official, who replaced his predecessor, Elizabeth Speha, has also assumed his duties as head of the United Nations Peacekeeping Force in Cyprus, UNFISIP, and was taken on a tour of the buffer zone yesterday. And next, main opposition Akel said yesterday it will be voting against the 2022 state budget, but only after proposing a number of amendments to counter what it said was the government's anti-popular policies and wastefulness. Describing it as akin to an election campaign rather than a blueprint for the country's future, Akel's central committee rejected the budget, including amendments linked to the management of European cash for migration and the scheme for Agamas. The big issues plaguing Cypriot society, such as inequalities, high prices and foreclosures, were not even amongst the government's concerns, Akel said. And moving on, torrential rain and snow in higher mountainous areas battered Cyprus yesterday, with police issuing bulletins throughout the day warning of dangerous driving conditions. The fire service said it responded to 19 calls in the Limassol, Famagusta and Larnaca districts to pump water from basements of homes and shops. Police advised drivers not to try to get to Drodos without snow chains or four-wheel drive after several people had tried and failed to reach the mountain resort due to snow and ice on the road surface. 
And finally, Paphos is getting into the spirit of Christmas with the town's Christmas lights officially switched on on Friday in Kennedy Square at 6pm. A series of festive events are set to take place in the following days, including concerts, charity bazaars and Christmas fairs. And that's all for today. But as always, for the latest news, commentary and analysis, check out www.cypress-mail.com.